0: which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fakethenation and use the code Nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fakethenation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fake the Nation, episode
1: 315.
0: Hello, hello. This is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about culture, and where we delight in the self mockery that is Josh Hawley. If you haven't seen video of him running away scared from the January 6th insurrection while also giving them the power fist for doing the insurrection, you need to get yourself to an internet real quick and forever laugh. I am your host, Nagin Farsad, and I really try to never think of Josh Hawley. Uh, But now I have this really fun imagery of him in my head, so I think it'll make my life a little bit easier uh, when I do have to think of him. Today, we're going to talk not about Josh Hawley, but instead about a contraception and gay marriage bill coursing through our legislature. We'll also talk about mental health and social media, and finally, JLo. she's married and she's changed her name. We'll gossip about it. I'm so excited for today's panel. You have no idea. I'm extra. I know I say similar things every week. However, this week, I really, really mean it. So excited to have them on the panel today. You've heard them on the panel a million times. They are a writer, a director, a host of like a jillion podcasts, including Bad With Money and just between us, of which I was a guest. It is the one, the only Gabby Dunn. Hey, Gabby. Hi thank you
2: so much for having me. I'm oh recording my. live from a cabin in the woods. <laughs>
0: There is a like misery element in the background that I'm detecting lots of wood paneling. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's see what happens there. A a nightmarish scene could unfold. All right. Also joining us today. This is so exciting. So we have a four person panel today which is a fake the nation just a rare um, and celebrated event. We have joining us the uh, one of the stars of the movie. Not okay which drops in on July 29th on Hulu And the one and only, and I was so elated to be able to work with her, it is the one and only Nadia Alexander. Hey, Nadia. Hey. Yeah, I was about to say you're one of the
3: stars of (laughs) Not Okay, dropping on Hulu (laughs) July 29th.
0: And joining us, the very director of that movie, who's also an actor in her spare time, it is the one and only Quinn Shepard. Heineken. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you guys in several months Um, Such a shame Because you're both so wonderful I really loved The experience of being on that set oh. And of, of being able To laugh and work with you as an actor Nadia, and uh, being uh, Helmed Fearlessly, confidently, and hilariously by Quinn Shepard. So, if you guys don't know um, that you need to be in front of your Hulu uh, on July 29th, this is me telling you: you should immediately be on your Hulu on July 29th. Uh, that's the phrasing, right? On your Hulu, on I'll tell your the Hulu. kids, say okay. that it's um, exactly. it, <laughs> get on your Hulu, guys. <laughs> Make sure you
4: download that free trial and get on Yo, your. No, download the.
0: But at this point, Hulu is one of the ones I feel like everybody. Uh, um, you know, you should, you I actually should. have had this conversation with people. Hulu is like, maybe the best one. It's like, maybe the best one. It really is. I'm I, not just I, saying Hulu, that. I, no, true. There's I know. No Hulu, you getting motive. a lot of free press right now, Hulu.
2: I um, want to say I have no ties to Hulu at all, but I remember like in pr- during Pride Month, they were coming out with like Fire Island and like Crush and like a bunch. Of, and mm-hmm, someone was oh, like, yeah. I love the LGBTQIAH community and we're going to add another <laughs> (laughs) Another
3: green stripe for Hulu. My God. Happy Hulu days because like randomly like like Quinn's multiple of Quinn's projects are like through Hulu. So they pay for all our Christmas presents. Uh,
0: There (laughs) it is. There and uh, Hulu got their free advertisement here on Fake the Nation. Uh, Now before we just get in uh, to the show, I want to remind listeners that you can support Fake the Nation at Patreon.com slash Nagin Farsad for as little as $1 a month and for as little as $4 a month month you can hear bonus episodes of the show recently we had a couple of bonus episodes about what makes us feel hot and summery um another one uh was an episode about the third place you have to listen to the episode to understand what a third place is and i also just posted an essay <laughs> that you have to be forewarned heavily features paris because i am so predictable to fake the Nation listeners uh because i always talk about paris side note about me so go to patreon.com slash and thanks so much to everyone who already supports our show. Thank you. Thank you. And let us get into it with topic number one. So according to a new poll, 58% of Americans think Congress should act on a bill to protect uh, same-sex marriage, including 75% of Democrats and 36% of Republicans. And 75% of Americans say Congress should protect birth control. That includes 87% of Democrats. And here... Here's an interesting one. 62% of Republicans. Those are real numbers. Uh, so what is Congress doing? They are actually they have actually introduced a bill in the House to protect protect same-sex marriage, and that got 47 Republican votes. And it actually has a fighting chance in the Senate. And my first question is I guess, are you just shocked that it has a
2: chance? I wanna take full credit. Um, I don't have for don't this have bill. My ring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because yeah. I I don't have my ring on right now because it's getting resized. But I got engaged last week. Woo-hoo. Ah, amazing! Congrats! We love love. Thank you. It is a gay. It is gay engagement. It is a gay engage.
4: It is a. Gay we're in engagement. an engagement too. We are in an we, engagement. You are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're fiancés. Nadia proposed to me on the last day of shooting. Not okay. <gasps>
0: Wow, that's power. Three engaged. <laughs> that's three engaged. By the way, people complain on this show sometimes when I don't have a person from that community if I'm talking about a thing from that community because we pre-book these shows far in advance, so it's like we don't know what's going to be in the news. Uh, and on this occasion, I want to take full credit not only for this bill but for three, having three, three engaged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Woo! how amazing, Andrew McGuire ladies and gentlemen our producer deserves all the credit um, wow. alright so what were you going to take credit for Gabby? I
2: was going to say the Republicans heard about my personal engagement yeah. and they were <laughs> yes, like they God do. we love I, I don't know I, you know I transcend boundaries and borders and, uh, <laughs> they were like God how can we stand in their way and they gendered me correctly it was a weird day oh wow. my god it's incredible I kind of and feel so like no,
4: Yeah. oh no no go ahead go ahead no, I'm still learning podcasting I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, No, I was going to say, I kind of feel like in this situation, Republicans are like the weird conservative family member that like just starts to come around to like gay yes. people should have rights and you're like, good job. Thank you. And it's like not a lot of growth, but somehow it's better than nothing.
0: Oh, it's, and, but it feels like, a, it does feel like that really big deal when your family member finally came around, mm-hmm. you know, and they're terrible in many other ways that family member still, mm-hmm. but at least, you know, you guys could go to Thanksgiving and it's fine. Yeah. Um, Tolerated, you be, know? <laughs> because here's the thing, like Nadia, I don't know if you thought about this aspect of it. Part of the reason why this, got so many votes in Congress and also it has five votes so far in the Senate. Hopefully obviously we need 10. But uh, part of the reason is because it is unpopular in an election year to take the position in some of these Republican swing districts that you're against gay marriage, which it's crazy to me to think that it would be unpopular for Republicans, but that's where we've come, where we always think of like, what's popular unpopular for like a position for a Democrat, and you sort of always assume that it would be popular for a Republican to say no to gay marriage, but it is not popular. What do you think about this change in American society? I mean, I think, you know, I've, I've often said
3: that I think we've seen the amount of change and growth and acceptance that the queer community has had in the last 10 to 15 years. I mean, let's all just, you know, pour one out for Brokeback Mountain should have won in 2006. (laughs) And it is not yet 2026. Like I was like in middle school when that movie came out, you know? And I, I mean, I think that, we have seen a a really rapid shift, and I think a lot of that has to do with media, both like on-screen media and social media in terms of more people coming out. Unfortunately, like, because for so long, like coming out as an actor could ruin your career. You know, there are still actors out there, actors we know who are in gay relationships and they don't talk about it on social media. And it's like, you know, of course there are people, you know, your average joe jane whatever who who can't maybe necessarily talk about the relationship because of you know their families or whatever but i think if you're a celebrity and you have a platform that you can speak to that stuff because that's the stuff that has turned the tide i think in the way of like something is kind of sanitized as even like modern family like when that came out that was like the first real, I mean, for me, it was glee and glee right. is terrible. Oh. Glee
0: is garbage. I divide
2: my life into pre and post glee. Honestly, yes. <laughs> and I wasn't even a fan of glee, but like I, in high school, the idea of like walking around holding, a spoiler, I was a girl walking around holding a girl's hand in high school. I was like, Are you out of your goddamn mind? (laughs) And then Glee comes around and the goddamn cheerleaders are married. Is this, are you kidding me?
3: (laughs) amazing honestly that's like glee came out my freshman year of high school and i also came out my freshman year of high school wow and it, but i it wasn't glee. glee did not i'm not giving ryan murphy any credit for anything <laughs> ryan, but like but no uh, uh,
4: hun, ryan murphy threw the first brick and stone wall. oh i forgot about that and we that. all know that <laughs> I, it's <laughs>
2: related but I have a theory that Ryan Murphy isn't a person he's like a position like the Pope and yeah. over a year, the years like you become Ryan Murphy <laughs> I think Ryan you get appointed point <laughs> to Ryan Murphy. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, like there's a new one, like the Dread Pirate Roberts.
3: You know, there's like a new one. <laughs> I think Ryan Murphy is just like, I think they just stitched up all of his shows, put a trench coat over it. And that yeah, is Ryan. That. Like, I don't think he's an actual, <laughs> he's like, I have yet to in see person. Person. Not in a bad no, way. Not in a bad way. Uh, I'm just saying
4: that's, that might be who he is. It's three children on top of each other in a trench coat, but it's all his top grossing shows. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like Glee, American Horror <laughs> Story, and like Nip Top. Um, oh, Nip Top.
2: Oh, Nip Top. What well, about, about so you said 87% of Democrats? Yeah. yeah. Where are the rest of them yeah, at? Yeah, where are the 13%?
0: Are cells? you really I mean, a Democrat the, if you don't like 13%, gays? 13%, they answered cupcakes. Like, they didn't understand the question. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I I'm think that's so... where those 13% went. It was just probably, like, an error. I'm so curious also when they, like, do
3: these polls. I'm like, who? Because, I, I like, I would remember, like, occasionally my mom getting, like, a call being like, oh, we're doing, like, a poll. And then she would be like, I'm busy
0: goodbye like I'm like who has the time to like where where I I have to I I have a mild answer for that (gasps) thank you please tell Um, me my answer to that is my my husband went to Marist College which you hear like Marist polls or whatever and sometimes like those collegiates would be you know get like part-time jobs calling and doing that thing uh and also i once worked for the democratic national committee making phone calls so there's a lot of like just uh needing extra cash bastards like myself (laughs) back in the day doing those calls but also back in the day like it was better i mean in the last like i don't know eight years or ten years or whatever when everyone Cut off their, I mean, that's a problem. All, I don't need, that's why I'm like 87%. I mean, that's great. 13%, who knows what that is. But also, none of these polls, you know, are accurate anymore, really? Like, or maybe they are, but th- because no
3: one really answers phones. Yeah, well, it's sort of, you know, it's like a sample size. It's, you know, that's like, I, I studied psychology in college, and a lot of times they talk about the fact that it's like, you know, correlation does not equal causation, and like, you can't necessarily right. get a perfect shot of like,
0: but that's That said, we do know that contraception is deeply popular. and And the crazy thing is, so the numbers, the 87% that we talked about of Democrats, but also 62% of Republicans are in favor of contraception. Uh, that is the bill that's having the harder time. It didn't get as much buy-in in the House, although it did pass. It's like, look, it looks basically dead on arrival in the Senate. Why do you think contraception is less popular than gay marriage? I think because we live in a puritanical society that just hates sex and
4: hates women, unfortunately, because I <laughs> genuinely simple answer. have been trying to wrap my head around this. I like wish I had like a snappy joke back. Yeah. It's just like a horror show. Yes. No, I've been trying to think about this because it's like we're I mean. We our our rights as women have been ripped away with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And then and then and then to just like salt the wound to be like, oh, uh, and you don't get birth control. Maybe like it it literally two things in complete opposition to each other. And and it makes no sense. And the only thing I can think of is an attack, an attack on women.
0: Yeah, it, it really it really makes. Now, you Gabby, you're going to say,
2: well, I think gay marriage is I'm a little bit more of a radical in terms of like. I think gay marriage is very palatable because it's something that gay people are asking for that straight people have. So they're like, we, of course you want to be married. Uh, Like, you know, of course, this is something that you want because you uh, maybe even subconsciously aspire to be like straight people. Marriage, we love marriage. Marriage has a religious background. Marriage you guys want to be married amazing you know um whereas like with contraception like quinn said um you know it's it's about sex and uh and it's about like um control of a person's body more so than i think gay marriage is uh and so i think like sometimes you know like for instance gay marriage codified into law that'd be amazing but um, the one that nobody talks about is Lawrence v. Texas, which also came up in Clarence Thomas's Roe decision, which is about sodomy laws, right? And that's about sex. That's less palatable for queer people to fight for than gay marriage because then we have to admit that like, part of being gay is se- certain sex acts, although sodomy does include
4: blowjobs. <laughs> oh but, my goodness. But like, Do you think that all of the Supreme Court justices know this? <laughs> Do they know it includes blowjobs? Yeah. Do you think that they've
0: done their Clarence research? Clarence
2: Thomas knows.
0: <laughs> Man. By the way, I should mention, speaking of Clarence Thomas, that the current um the, the gay marriage law also includes He's the reason we're doing this because he said that, that he would revisit um Obergefell. And um they added into this law a very short law, right? It's it's also like six or eight pages or something. It's very short, so they made it clear simple. They also added interracial marriage into it. Which I (laughs) thought was maybe a little nod to Mr. Thomas himself. Yes, because that guy would throw his own marriage under the bus to overturn a Supreme Court case. Kind of like how his wife threw the entire country under the bus. Isn't that funny? (laughs) It's a family tradition. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, folks, we will keep an eye out on how all of these things unfold as we do here on Fake the Nation. And let me know how you feel and do you understand like someone of the secret answer to I actually was just on Pod Save America, by the way, I was on Pod Save America, folks. If you Ooh. listen to the last couple of episodes that were taped in Seattle and Portland, you could hear me. My answer to it was an earnest question, which is is. Are they voting no because reckless raw dogging is a part of the Republican platform? Uh, And so it's an honest question. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot. uh, I, I personally don't have an answer. So let us take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll keep talking.
1: HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. bye
0: back. And before we get into topic number two, I wanted to let you guys know a very exciting announcement. Fake the Nation has been nominated for Two People's Choice Podcast Awards. Yes! Yes! We've been nominated for Best Asian Hosted because Iran, part of Asia, what? Okay. Some people don't know. (laughs) And Best Political Podcast. And you can actually vote for the podcast by signing up at podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up. But just go to podcastawards.com because it's like very clear when you go there podcastawards.com and you can sign up. You do have to give them your email, but like it's very quick. It's very easy and then you get to support your show, your favorite show, Fake the Nation or maybe we're in the top 10 of your favorite shows, Fake the Nation. Um, And, you know, um, there's also a bunch of HeadGum shows that are nominated in other categories. So vote for those two. Again, that's podcastawards.com. Vote for Fake the Nation uh, for Best Political Podcast and Best Asian Hosted and, um, You know, it would be so nice if you did that. Okay, let us move on to topic number two. Folks, you may have heard me mention it, Just moments ago, (laughs) I'm in a wonderful movie called Not Okay. It's premiering on Friday on Hulu. Ah, get on your Hulus. It's dark. It's funny. It's insightful. It's beautifully made film by Quinn Shepard. It's starring Zoe Deutsch and, of course, Nadia Alexander, among just like a, a just a wonderful and hilarious cast. Um... It's 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 one of the best acting experiences I've had. It was so exciting. But what I really want to do is use the film to talk about mental health and social media, which are its major themes. So, Quinn, let me throw it over to, to you. Can you tell us, you know, just briefly what the movie's about, but also your particular interest in mental health as it relates to social media? Yeah, so
4: Not Okay is a film about a girl played by Zoe Deutsch, Danny Sanders is her name, who fakes a vacation on Instagram to get the attention of her coworker, who she's got a huge crush on, uh, played by Dylan O'Brien. And while she is pretending to be on this vacation in Paris, your favorite place, as you mentioned, <laughs> yes, uh, there's actually a terrorist attack on Paris, and rather than owning up to the lie, she ends up almost accidentally, but slightly intentionally intentionally. intentionally pretending to have survived a terrorist attack. And then the film kind of snowballs into darkness from there. Uh, It's obviously a satire. It starts out, I would say, pretty silly and then gets pretty intense as it goes on, as it deals with a lot of very real topics that we're facing on a daily basis in America these days. Um, And yeah, in terms of talking about mental health, it was really important to me that the film balance both the absurdity and superficiality that you see on the internet with the harsh realities of our like social and political climate. And I think that especially for younger generations who are chronically online, mental health is such a huge part yeah. of that. Uh, and just like opening your phone every day and reading about a school shooting and then scrolling and reading about a s- new skincare that you should have is like a very bizarre yeah. m- middle world to constantly exist in and I, I wanted to talk about how that affects your mental state
0: you know because one of the things that i found interesting and and nadia i wonder what your read is on this character is the the zoe Deutsch character who ma- who does this f- huge lie that she was in paris on social media and then just sticks with it um and it, as you said, it snowballs, is it she has some kind of yearning, right, as a person. It's like a yearning to be famous, a yearning to be respected, a yearning to be important. Um, what What do you think about social media? A, what did you, does that sound right to you? Um, and what do you think about social media? Like, does that give that to people? Does that kind of like... It us have that yearning.
3: It's so funny because just like the way that you just said that, that's basically like Danny's opening monologue in the film is (laughs) talking about like wanting to be seen, wanting to be important, wanting to matter, juxtaposed against her basically getting like cancelled and compared to like horrible people. And I think that, yeah, I mean, I think I always talk about social media as like choosing to go to your high school reunion every single day. And I don't know why people would want to do that. (laughs) And I certainly like I'm somebody who has to oftentimes take, especially when I was younger and was very like career driven and ambitious and always wanting to be on set, always wanting to work. Like I would go through periods when I wasn't working and I'd go on social media and see my actor friends on set having a great time and I would just feel horrible. And then I'd see like, you know, I'm very fortunate because Quinn and I have such a wonderful relationship, but it's like, you know, I know friends who've gone through breakups and then it's like, you know, they don't go online on Valentine's Day and stuff because like that stuff can be kind of upsetting and it like, it gets under your skin in this weird way. And it's also people only generally post the really, really good stuff that's going on in their lives. which
0: is a huge Mm. problem uh, for me, per I don't. It's I. I was just saying. I mean, I don't know if I admitted this on the last show or just like in life. I can't distinguish life from podcasting anymore. Is what the problem is. Oh, <laughs> <All> life <laughs> imitates um, art, imitates life. Um, exactly. Um, but I. I was saying to someone like I personally can't even handle like if I if I go on Instagram and I see photos of my friends, my actual friends, going on vacation. They went to somewhere fantastic. If I was to see them at brunch and they were to tell me about their vacation, I would feel great for them. But for some reason, when I see these photos online, I'm filled with a kind of envy that is so ugly, which I, I honestly like. I like look at Instagram through, you know, with my with covering my eyes, but where I could still see a little because that I can't I for whatever. I just can't handle seeing that much good fortune. Yeah. on <laughs> others, it's weird. Well, it's just not realistic.
3: It's not realistic to life. Like life has beautiful moments and terrible moments and filtering that through. Even just the captions of just like, you know, I mean, I always make the joke of like the hashtag blessed or whatever, where it's like, you know, it's it's just everybody sort of it's it's this kind of bragging. And even when it is sad
4: stuff, it, it has to be so poetic and beautiful. And it's just. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's no way to win because of the performative nature of the platform. Like, even when, like, the celebrities who normally post really like, oh, my God, I'm so happy, I'm so blessed. When they try to post like, oh, this is me crying, having a terrible day, I'm dealing with mental health struggles. The comment sections on those are worse because then they're being yeah. criticized for and teared down. De- like torn down for like performative trauma it's like there's actually just yeah, you it's can't like a toxic win. You can't yeah, yeah you can
0: never win yeah uh, so gabby you're um you know very much you know you're online uh you are living this life with along with the rest of the world does the what about the internet has fueled an ugly part of you not that there's any ugly parts of you, you're <laughs> delightful. Uh, no, but no, just no, no, like no. you know, in the way, in what you can admit that, uh, about what you've found about your out about yourself that you don't like. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's multiple aspects to me, right? I happen to have bipolar too. I'm also kind of an edge lord, so those two really go well together. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm off Twitter. I've been off Twitter since September 2020 because uh, I was. Hey, thank nice. you. And it was came on the heels of my. I don't know. I want to say third cancellation, uh, for basically doing uh, for no reason. Um, and, uh, I just seem to have this sort of like personality where I think I'm, I've been because I've been on the internet since for about a decade as a public persona. Um, and because my personality can be very like extroverted and aggressive or not aggressive. I mean, I think that it's, it's viewed, It's always been viewed that way because I have strong opinions. And so like things that I started saying that I felt were innocuous were taken in bad faith, always. You know the people, there's certain people where they could say like the worst thing ever and their fans would be like, yes, queen, love you, amazing. Like, Whereas like then like someone (laughs) could say the most innocuous thing and everyone's like, I was meaning to hate you and now here it is. (laughs) Um, And that's what it felt like. It felt Mm -hmm. like people were like, towards me, at least uh, specifically on Twitter, which is why I had to, I had to get off Twitter. And I had to realize that that's not real life. And it's been like much better for me, but truly like I was, I had to leave Twitter because I was like, I am being, this this is making people toxic. This is making people act towards me in a way I don't think they would act in real life. Multiple, I mean, also it's this thing that I don't think people, understand until it's happening to them where like people are like it's not real how bad could it be but like uh, imagine if all of your favorite celebrities dislike you by name publicly like that's something that I think the average person can't even fathom like they can't they can't even like come to like People in my life are like someone on the street didn't uh, thought I littered and didn't like me. I have to I have to like lay down and cry for three days. I'm like literally my favorite <laughs> my favorite comedian is like fuck Gabby Dunn specifically, and I just have to go about my day.
0: <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, Man. it makes you it just but then, warped. But then It's the warped. Odd, yeah. The, the odd thing is that the yearning that most people have is to be as known as someone who would get. caught Called out by their favorite 100%. comedian, you know, by a, people, and so it's weird, and pe- people, do, it. and the thing, and the thing that they want, they don't realize can also be so horrible, which I think is again, one of the themes of the movie is like, you want this yeah. thing, but be careful what you wish and people, for because it could rain shit on your and face.
2: And people act in a way online that they would never act in person. And I found myself doing that. Yes. I found myself doing that. Mm-hmm. There was some girl that I didn't like and I like was responding I responded to something she wrote like go fuck yourself why would I do I would never act like that in real life that's (laughs) the thing like if
3: your favorite comedian if you guys ran into each other in a coffee shop I'm sure that they would be like multiple times and
2: you're a person yeah you're a human being read in bad faith and like multiple times I've been like if I met this like I'm and I'm and I'm um Lauded for it, right? If I tell this girl to go fuck off, hundreds of my fans will be
0: like, "Get him!" You know, it's like a high. Like, yeah. say, it's a high. A very, I'm very, very disciplined in this regard. um Also, it makes me. I don't. It just isn't. It doesn't naturally come to me to tell someone to fuck off or whatever. So, but so I'm always like, when someone says to me, like, "Whatever, you're an, an Islamo fascist" or whatever they say, I'll say. Thank you so much for reaching. I hope you find like a comedian who better suits you. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's funny because then they have nothing to say to that. And I don't get like praised ever like for, for, for like, for doing that. But not that I'm looking for praise. Oh, this is what the internet does. Maybe I am looking for praise. But you know what I mean? It's, uh, but there's, there's a, it's, it's hard. I think because their natural reaction is oh my God, someone's yelling at me. Like I'm going to yell back. Genuinely. It's like, it's so funny. I made this
4: movie and my last film was fairly... Uh, provocative in nature as well. I I tend to make very uncomfortable art. And I made this movie (laughs) and for like years I've been like, this movie is going to be polarizing. It's going to be controversial. Not everyone's going to love it. And then like as soon as there is like one person who's like I have a note. I'm like, but but I want you to love (laughs) it. It's it's hard. I've actually, I haven't been reading um, I haven't been reading reviews because I'm like really, I do stand by like what I made and what I said, but it's like that's scary thing where you just like can't predict and every, it's everyone feels so differently about Danny as a mm-hmm. character and about this film that I'm making peace with it. Like even Searchlight going into the film coming out was like, we expect it to have strong reactions in both camps. Yeah. And so I'm like... I'm. I'm trying
0: to remember. I don't have to be liked by everyone. Yeah, right. like yes. yeah, yeah. And uh, but how? It's. Uh. I do. I wonder what it was like in the '70s or whatever right. that you didn't have to give yourself that speech every time yeah. you made something. Well, or then you had movie, one you released, reviewer or, who
2: was like some white guy being like, "I hate this movie. It's about a woman." but also reviews aren't for you I never read reviews of my work reviews are for if other yeah, people want to watch the movie reviews
4: aren't for you that you and of course reading reviews. Honestly, out there, I I
0: just check the Rotten Tomatoes score. That's the only thing I really care about. But yeah, my, just, I had a now, review once of the Muslims are coming. One, one of my la- last features, and the review. It, it's a movie. It's a uh, it's a doc- documentary, feature, comedy, and it follows. There's a stand up tour element, whatever. So there's like a lot of stand up in it, as well as other things. And the review started out with. I hate stand-up comedy. Well, there you go. <laughs> Great, and this is so totally like, for you. What are you even doing? Just, just, I, just I accuse yourself. Yeah. I also
3: have like a, a little bit of a hot take on film critics, uh, which is that, and I have a little bit of scientific data to back this up, based on conversations I've had with film critics, which is like, I think about, 90% of them were people who wanted Absolutely. to be in film. Oh, they wanted yeah, to be yeah, writers. Yeah, they yeah, wanted yeah, to be yeah. directors. They wanted to be actors. And they're not doing it. Yeah. You know, if Steven Spielberg wants to turn around and become a film director or a, a film critic, like I would love to hear what Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. has to say about Not Okay. I'm sure if he had tips. critiques, he would give not great tips. It's like, why? Yeah, <laughs> why would I, why, why do I want to hear like what a wannabe
4: actor thinks of my performance? Like I don't it's also now everyone is is doing critic culture like that's the thing right. I mean, it's like the thing everyone's a critic nowadays that people say yeah, but it is that's
0: the thing it's
4: yeah. the, the what we're talking about we're just seeing it through a film lens because that's that's what we do for a living but it's like what you were talking about Gabby of like critic culture like the fact that you get more hits and more yeah. likes retweets on a tweet that's like Negative. I hate mm-hmm. this person yeah. like let's <laughs> criticize what they're doing like it's more popular because like positivity does not yeah, gain yeah, you yeah, yeah, a yeah posse and
0: also No, it's... uh, Everything is about you know, we talked about once on this show, I think last year about the culture of um, the, uh, oh my God, what's it called? Like the survey. So like you go to a, uh, uh, you make a reservation or a restaurant and then you survey. get a, a survey. Like, what did you think of your experience? You do, you know, you go to a movie, you get a survey, you did it whatever. So like the internet is tracking everything you do and then asking you to re- respond. So then it is sort of, ter- it's forcing us to have this kind of like opinion when before it was even Easy to just be like I it, like it was yeah it was fine yeah. you know what I mean like and it doesn't it didn't matter but you're it's it's give it's forcing people to have strong opinions where no strong opinion is needed exactly
2: or here's the thing you know I was thinking about this the other day that people uh, on my podcast I shared something about, um, about uh, just something about how like I don't think a lot of people are on I don't think as many people that vote are on Twitter as we think they are. And, and people, the responses I've, I've cataloged are, this is a bad take. And my, and I started thinking about the concept of this is a bad take. And I was like, what you mean to say is you disagree.
0: Yeah, 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 which <laughs> is, is fine. This is a bad
2: take implies that there is a universal take that is good. So for instance, Correct. for your yeah, film, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. For someone to say, this is a bad movie. What you mean to say is I did not enjoy this movie. And like I think that we've been warped by the internet to think in this way that it assumes a universal
0: opinion. Folks, uh let me know what you think. Um check out the movie and let I'm me know so what you
2: excited. think. Yeah, put
4: your opinion online. Before,
2: before I even knew. I was
0: excited. <laughs> it, it, our and marketing
4: was, is working specifically and, 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 on gabby it,
0: it totally is but no and reach out to me uh, in a non-public way and let me you know what you thought and no actually you don't have to have a strong opinion you could just be you okay all right folks uh very excited not okay july 29th available on hulu all right let us move on to topic number three So (laughs) JLo has been back with Ben Affleck and it has been all the talk. They finally got married and JLo has officially changed her name. She's now Jenny Affleck from the block. Uh, Now, before we get into the name change, Did, was, what did you think of this rekindling in general? Like, is this something that you tracked at all? I think we live in a simulation,
3: (laughs) honestly. Like, that, that was my first thought when I heard they were back together. I was like, nothing is real. Like, it was sort of, I felt similarly, actually, when Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got married, where I was like, this, how? And then we ended up actually watching quite a bit of Keeping Up With The Kardashians during the pandemic. And then, like, I understood more. But, like, I was not in that environment at all so I was just like how did these two people and yet somehow it makes sense and yet somehow it doesn't feel real it all feels like a weird mirage so that's that's what I think
4: (laughs) I just keep thinking of the Aflac duck like I just can't like every time it's like Jen that has (laughs) I his whole life that guy we um the
2: Um, everything mm -hmm. comes back around look we lived in a paparazzi culture at one point and they called off their wedding because the paparazzi was too much and they and they had too many outside influences and they were like this the 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 media is and the tabloids are too much now we don't even really care about any of that anymore we were such a tabloid paparazzi like Perez Hilton, like Cobra Snake, whatever, t- 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 MySpace Time. And now, I mean, I'm going back a little bit further, but like paparazzi stuff, TMZ, whatever. Now we like don't even really care about that that much anymore in the same way that we used to. And so I think like it's lovely that they were like, let's get back together now that we're older and wiser. It's like when it's like when you get back together with your high school sweetheart from like Facebook after you're widowed. Right, right, right.
0: No, and it well I don't know. I don't know if you ever had a, this rule, but I had a rule early on that I would never date a comedian or an actor. And uh jokes on me because I married an actor. <laughs> but, but but the funny thing is I um I, I, I spent so much time not dating comedians and actors and always having problems where a central problem in a lot of those relationships was like they didn't understand the pressures of my job. And then I dated an I started dating an actor and then he immediately I didn't have to explain anything. So part of me is like. When you're an A-list celebrity known internationally, sometimes you just need a, like another A-list celebrity who's and known And they have a history. They have a history. Only they understand.
2: Yeah,
4: they went through it together. Kind of yeah. iconic. Yeah. It's Y2K again, baby. Like, oh, yeah. and and they're all coming it's back. It's in trend. All the trends it's, are trend. back. Oh, it's, the,
0: it's just, it's the reboot of, you know, that we've Time all all been Time is a flat circle. Mm-hmm. Um, totally and, uh, and the earth is also flat <laughs> kidding okay say that my neighbors I, at the cabin really think that that's true <laughs> oh, oh
1: no folks, it's they're gonna so be like wild. i heard
0: Nikine say it i know mean, <laughs> she's really smart uh, no it's so round okay but okay here's my question she changed her name and I didn't know this. Only twenty percent of women keep their maiden um, keep their maiden names. Uh, that was just that was out of a twenty fifteen analysis. So maybe that's changed in the intervening years. I'm such a person who kept my maiden name. Now, obviously, I don't know what this data even means for for queer relationships. I don't know if it's what what it if if that holds true in that situation. But um, in the hetero, I imagine it's a heteronormative uh, statistic.
2: In the gay community,
0: we take each other's first names. We
2: switch first <laughs> yeah, names.
1: Uh, yeah, if there's
4: anything them. with the surname, it's just a duel. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: We, we
0: duel it out. <laughs> yeah, to the death. Okay, and then nobody's left. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but what did you think of the changing of the name? Was that I? I was actually genuinely shocked by it. Yeah, I think it's it's
3: one of those things that I feel like when celebrities change their last names, I'm like, yeah, but is anybody, especially JLo, because it's we don't call her Jennifer, you know? So it's like, if she was Jennifer Lopez, like if she was consistently referred to as Jennifer Lopez, even though that is her name. You know, then Jennifer Affleck, ma- ma- but I'm like, well, is she, is, uh, J-, 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 J, Affleck? J-, J, J, Affleck? J, 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 Lo Affleck? <laughs> like J- J-, Affleck. J, J, like what yeah. are we supposed, how am I
0: supposed to shorten that? Yeah. I don't want to have to spend very, more than two the syllables. The portmanteau issue is very frustrating. It's inconvenient, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore I think she should have kept it J. Three fiancés L-. uh, J- out of three
2: fiancés say inconvenient.
4: <laughs>
0: Now, question for three fiancés, is anyone changing their name?
4: no uh
0: no No. ironically because i imagine
4: this is the first time we've thought about it and we hash this (laughs) out. the funny thing is is that
3: my this is i'm I'm exposing myself but my legal name my mother kept her maiden name Uh and my parents gave me a very complicated hyphenated name because my father is russian um, and there's a lot of letters and i i changed it to nadia alexander Uh so nadia alexander is not my legal name so there's a chance that i might just legally change my name to nadia wow. alexander when we get married oh yeah because oh, I, I have to fill out, out the paperwork anyway yeah, 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 my partner yeah, yeah. and i
2: too so my partner and i are both trans and we're like well maybe when we get married that's the option that's the time to go all in and everybody change their na- their full names you know i like that might be the time to do that
3: exactly you have to fill out the paperwork anyway get you rid of that well. dead
2: name maybe. Yeah.
0: so oh um, yeah my, my i have my last name, and my my child also has my last. Damn a flex. Um, because we uh, yes, <laughs> that which and in, interestingly. It was my husband's idea. Uh, he feels no connection to his last name, and he talked about changing his last name to my yes. last name. Uh, which, but we—I was like, you can't because you're an actor and you already started. Like you already have credits with this last name. It'll be too annoying and confusing. But I love that you want to have an you a black man wants to have an Iranian. Last I was going to say an, like, another that's flex. <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean completely again all of these things his idea true feminist that guy um but i in general well, and again and and i may have mentioned this before but like in iran you don't change your last name when you get married um my mom had not changed her last name when she when they are immigrated here and she didn't speak english they were like what's your last, what's your name to my dad? And then they just made that her last name. So that's how she ended up with the last name of her husband it's not because she did it in iran oddly iran terrible in many ways but really progressive in they this one, one little way yeah. <laughs> so nailed um, it just once nailed it just once um you know plus the you know the people and the love and the culture are also yeah. lovely um but but you know so there's this, this interesting thing i don't care what anyone does i think that's awesome and uh, the gesture of love as jlo pointed out in her post about it or whatever is also like heartwarming. I get that. She's you know the second I mean? like, Jennifer that's Affleck cuz didn't
2: Jennifer Garner did Jennifer Garner change? Oh, shut up, that's right. She would be. Jennifer that, Affleck the true. second. <laughs> she would hate that I said that.
0: It's that She's Jennifer- going to tweet at you.
4: Like, I don't even know that JF dissed me.
0: <laughs> JF, again, inconvenient. JF, it's not. And it also, I work.
4: guarantee you, say JF, no one knows who no, you're
0: talking about. No, I know. Three out of no three, fiance,
2: say inconvenient. My partner and okay, I. Okay, can I just say, my partner and I, yeah. are la- my last name is Dunn, and their last name is Blum. And so, imagine we do that to Dunn Blum Blum Dunn. Dunblum. We should should be jailed if we do that to a child.
0: (laughs) But it's so so funny. Blundum is so adorable. Okay, folks, are you changing your names? Where are you at on the name changing? Are you someone who changed your name but regretted it? Or change your name? You're so glad you did it because your last name was Shitterman. Let me know. I'm so curious. And folks, that is the end of the show. This was... So fun. This was such a dream panel. I love all three of you, fiancés. I love all my fiancés equally (laughs) and um, fiancés on both on all sides. Um, And uh, and I want love for the people of Fake the Nation to be able to find you and all the wonderful things that you do. Gabby Dunn, where do they do that?
2: Oh, you can find me on TikTok at Dabby Gunn. You can also find me on Instagram at, at Gabby Road. Do not search my name on Twitter. Uh, you can also uh, <laughs> listen to the Just Between Us podcast and the Bad With Money podcast. Um, and my short Grinder Baby uh, is available on YouTube. It was just at Frameline Festival. And I was chosen as one of the Frameline voices. So you'll be able to see it. Probably on an Alaska Airlines seat near you at some point. Hey, <laughs> Hell yeah! Thank you. Love that. Um, and Nadia, Alexander, where do they find you? Uh, at the corner of
3: uh, Broadway <laughs> and Merrick. Um, I'll be there for, you know, just <laughs> conversations, free yeah, hugs.
0: Yeah, chat.
3: Yeah. No, you can find me, Nadia underscore Alexander, uh, on, I think, all platforms. Try to try to be consistent with nice. my brand
0: nice very well done and quinn shepherd where do they find you uh you can find
4: me at quinn shepherd official on instagram and tiktok i think although <laughs> i don't think anyone knows i'm on tiktok and my tiktoks are highly unprofessional so okay. if you want to watch those you can find me on tiktok i am also not on twitter because i uh i, I, I don't, i don't i don't want all those opinions okay
0: <laughs> right so for all of the nice ways in which you want to communicate with Quinn, I would say mostly Instagram yeah um, DM yeah. me only nice things and that's it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and uh, and again, not Okay. Drops on Friday. Uh, you know where to find me and all the things I do. Uh, I will, oh, I'm going to be doing Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me next week. So tune in for that. And again, uh, Pod Save America, the last two episodes, I'm on those. That is the end of the show. I would love to thank all the people that make the show possible. That's our wonderful producer, Andrew McGuire, our fantastic audio engineer, Stephanie Aguilar. Thank you so much to Emma Foley here at the studio and everyone at HeadGum who makes this show a possibility. You can reach out to us at FakeTenation Headgum.com uh, for any ideas you might have. And again, you can support the show at patreon.com slash Nikki Farsad. We will be back in your earballs next week.
1: That was a Headgum Podcast.